at some point we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds.
everybody, welcome to Down Ballot. Uh, podcast listeners, make sure you're following this podcast on your podcatcher of choice. And uh, make sure you follow us over there on Twitch at twitch.tv slash echoplex media. If you get value out of this, go ahead and give us money at Patreon, patreon.com slash echoplex. And uh, buy some shirts or something, you motherfuckers. That's echoplexmedia.com slash swag. We got some mugs, shirts, tote bags. Like it's like a it's like a fucking fundraiser around here. How you doing, councilman? Stock free for all around here. Can you hear me okay? Am I, I coming through? Great. I can hear you great. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. I'm just gonna, you know, get this going. Oh, sorry. That was unsatisfying. I must have already let the air out of my beer, but cheers. Uh welcome to another fabulous episode of Down Ballot, where the that lead in song actually is uh very true this week um and then we're going to take a little sojourn to the northern parts of our state and check out the local news from up shasta county way but i'm really excited about it and i'm happy to be here as always thanks for tuning in everyone feel free to check out uh, echoplexmedia.com for all the information about all of our shows how to give us money and all of your show bucks that we can go to vegas and have a grand old time um and definitely find out all about me at t-h-e underscore council man on the twitters so I did something amazing today. I set my alarm so that I could wake up because I had to uh, record the uh, Shasta County Board of Supervisors meeting because they don't usually leave up a, a replay of it. And then, of course, like afterwards, they left up the replay on YouTube, so I could have just slept in. Um, <clears throat> but it was it was wild. Uh, the media wench got up, and she was broadcasting by 7.30 this morning. She took the day Ooh. off of work. She thought she was going to go up there for this meeting because everything was going to go potato, and then they made it remote. And so she uh, broadcast, uh, basically, there was a press conference from an opposition group to the group we've been making fun of, and uh, there was just all kinds of live streams, and uh, she had a great stream. We made some new friends, morning Twitch friends. Um, if you're still here with us, any morning Twitch friends, then I don't know, fuck, find something to do, man. Don't spend all day watching people on Twitch, I guess. Um, That's what I was going to say. Who, who is morning Twitch exactly? Like, who are you people? Yeah, who are you? you? I need fucking, to meet you. Fucking viewers of the majority report and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you ashley for for doing that for biting the bullet and for getting up early to to cover the vital derp that's coming out of shasta county these days um yeah these it, it's funny producer dave i think you'll find and we've found from doing this show that public agencies meet at all manner of odd ass times if they actually want to encourage you know public engagement so it makes you makes one believe they don't want to encourage public engagement I don't know. 9 a.m. on a Tuesday is like as good a time as any. It's like right in the middle of business hours for everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Our parents, working people, you know, they're all they're all good. They can take a little time off and go down to the, the support of supervisors meeting. Um, but yeah, I've always thought it was odd. Like city councils meet at like 1.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Like that's not the most accessible time for most people. Now, you and I, right? I mean, you know, at odd hours, uh, you know, probably the best time for me would be two in the morning sometimes. But um, yeah, most people nine to five, you know, they're working. They've got lives. Yeah, but like, I guess the flip side of that is maybe the people that work for the city also want to have just a regular nine to five too, and they don't want to be up all night. Who knows? Who fucking cares? Well, we're go. gonna get into the we're gonna get in the board of supervisors meeting a little bit later. I did take a look around uh, Shasta County and the North State more broadly. Um, our first story it comes to us from KRCR. That is the uh, what is that? I don't know. I don't even know which affiliate that is up there. I think it's ABC. I want to say it's their ABC affiliate, maybe. So up in the North County, their reaction to the SCOTUS blocking half of the vaccine mandate, basically one out of two of the vaccine mandate things that came across their uh, docket. It's going to be a little different than the reaction around here, I'd suppose. And uh, we're going to let this one fly. 
Thanks a lot, Jessica. Yesterday, the Supreme Court blocked President Biden's plan for vaccine and testing requirements for businesses with at least 100 employees. We told you about that. Well, the ruling is a blow to the president's plans to combat the pandemic. KRCR News Channel 7's Anwar Stetson spoke with local business owners and the Reading Chamber of Commerce today. Anwar. Well, good evening, Mike. I'm here in downtown Reading in front of Pine Street. The Reading Chamber is behind me. There are many struggling business owners in Shasta County, but uh, they're telling me that they hope that this uh, ruling could be a positive thing for business going forward. So while this Supreme Court ruling directly impacts large private companies, there could be a ripple effect to some small businesses like the ones I spoke to earlier. Less restrictions could mean more opportunities for business owners to hire and expand their staffing. Reading Chamber head Jake Mangus spoke to me earlier about what this ruling means for small businesses and how it impacts how the chamber seeks to advise business owners going forward. They still have the right to go ahead and enforce and establish mandates should they wish to do so, um, but it's not something that the government is telling them that they have to do. Uh, we do go through a staffing company, which actually falls under the mandate for larger companies. The convenience of them handling the, the HR side of it and the payroll comes at a pretty steep cost, um, especially considering a small business like me. Mangus also said that the chamber is constantly keeping up to date with the guidelines that businesses like Joseph Moore's may need as pandemic legislation changes. And this rings especially true as COVID surges in Shasta County. Shasta County services have already been limited. Other services could be limited as well, depending on the response to this pandemic. But for right now, I'm on more Stetson live in downtown Reading reporting the North States news. Well, uh, Apparently, if you um, you know own an escape room, you really need to invest in payroll service. Uh, that's a really fancy gig. What I noticed there is they didn't really actually get much of a reaction from people. Like they didn't like people didn't say whether or not they agreed with it. You know, like the chamber said that it might be good for some of the businesses, but then the people they interviewed all have less than a hundred employees anyway. It seemed like. Yeah, I was expecting something a little bit more from that story. A little more, a little more spice, maybe, but a. Uh, uh did enjoy the random odd shot of the plastic skeleton in the coffin. Like I, I'm thinking I, I only casually watched the clip the first time and I'm thinking, what the hell is this? And then you read the Chiron under the guy's name and says small business owner. I'm like, oh, they? <laughs> they obviously just dragged the bottom of the barrel. So I would see what, saw what they could get in downtown Reading on a, you know, Monday or Tuesday night. Um, and, and went with that, you know, but, uh, and then, uh, some really interesting choice of shot selection, you know, in the editing process. So obviously, uh, Folks on local TV and in writing need to pick it up a notch, get it up to that NBC Bay Area level. I would imagine they have a slightly smaller budget. Possibly. We can tell them to get their shit together, I suppose. We could. That's, we an, could. that's an entirely different segment of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, SCOTUS striking down uh, the big time mandates. Um, but I think a, a lot of businesses and a lot of government agencies are still going to maintain local government agencies will maintain um what they're already doing um this is just impacting what can be done from the federal level and the supreme court did keep the mandate for healthcare workers so yeah no it's absolutely for frontline workers for sure um and as any everyone doesn't know this already if you're really interested and you you gotta know uh the government is now shipping out uh, free COVID tests to everybody. Wow. It only took two years. Um, <laughs> so you can go to uh, the U S postal service online and you can order four free tests for your household. Um, now that sucks if you're a five person household, obviously. Um, but if you're like the good wife and me, that's two tests. Uh, so yeah, it's free. Put your name in and your address and 
get him sent. I, I tried to do it. Um, and then it told me that the good wife had already done it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I laughed and it would happen to be an hour before she had actually sent me an email letting me know. And I had missed the email. So that's what I get for, for missing the memo, but we're going to get our tests. So I'll let you know in a couple of days if we're, uh, if we're cool. Yeah. I, that's four tests for me. I should go on tomorrow and uh, get them too. Yeah, I, I did go to a, a concert and a potential super spreader event the other night. So uh, I did. I should probably, you know, just for safety's sake, get checked out. Yep. So let's move on to winners and losers and uh, more That's losers. Good. Apparently, there's a, a COVID surge in uh, Shasta County, uh, one of the least vaccinated counties in the state of California. I'm shocked. Let's take, let's take a listen here. Let's see what kind of spin the news puts on it. They seem to put no spin on anything here. County yeah, is seeing a surge in COVID cases and in the rate of transmission. Public health says several factors are involved. KRCR News Channel 7's Alexandria Williams is live in downtown Reading with some of the reasons. That was some really bad lighting, too. Mike, when it came down to it, public health officials explained to me because this is still such a new virus, there is more research to be done to understand it better. They said we cannot exactly pinpoint why we are seeing our cases go up in Shasta County, but they say they do have some. I can. <laughs> We've been paying enough attention. I can pinpoint. Well, I can't pinpoint it. I just, just Dave just gestures broadly at Shasta County. <laughs> Just look, uh, the next, actually the next clip we have, um, a doctor from a, a hospital, local hospital will, uh, give you a pretty good idea of why there are so many cases. Uh, but yeah, let's see, let's see what Alexandria has to say about this. Theories. They say it could be partly due to more people gathering together in large groups when we saw a surge of cases around the holidays and that potentially could spread the virus more. They also said there's a very real chance for both the Omicron and the Delta variant to still be in Shasta County. Or it could be an increase in the testing after people are coming back from the holidays. With COVID-19, we just don't have any answers in regards to being able to predict what this is going to do. Each variant is different, it transmits differently, and it affects people differently. Some, is, some variants are more um, transmissible, but aren't as severe in regards to illnesses, hospitalizations, and deaths. And then other variants are more severe, but aren't as highly transmissible. So it just depends. They say with the more transmissible Omicron variant, it is common to see the case numbers in the county continue to increase. And they say this is why they are seeing both those who are vaccinated and unvaccinated come down with a positive COVID test. However, they say it's very important to note those who are vaccinated are less likely to have severe symptoms and are less likely to be hospitalized. Live in Reading, I'm Alexandria Williams, KRCR News Channel 7, The North States News. Thanks, Alex. So, thoughts? See, I see media went in the chat. She said, are you fucking kidding me? Probably in response to we don't know why it's spreading around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, my neighbor's not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. My kids aren't vaccinated. I have no idea why the spirals is spreading. Shasta County has seen a rise in COVID. Oops, sorry about that. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, it's, it's, similar. it's actually a similar story, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why everyone's so shocked. Shocked. Um, it's no secret, and you know we've, we've seen it here more locally with Solano County, right, which has always been the outlier in the Bay Area, where you, you see all the counties pretty much staying in the same sort of fluctuation, right? Most of them are good, and you know a lot of them are not so good, but Solano is just always bad because 
their board of soups has pretty much you know mandated that they not follow the county health officers instructions um and has not been encouraging uh vaccines or tests so uh you know that's what that's what you get unfortunately yeah um, so um Apparently the hospitals are maxed out and you were saying that we're going to get a little more information maybe from one of the public health officials here or one of the hospital employees as to why maybe there's a, um, maybe more of a problem, uh, with a positive tests per capita in a place like Shasta than I don't know, maybe Santa Clara County, for example. Yeah. I think that we'll get medical professional opinions here for what it's worth. I mean, if you take them seriously or anything. Medical schmedical. Medical. I get all my news. I got my news from long form podcasts and Shasta County has seen a rise in COVID hospitalizations over the past month. New tonight, Action News Now reporter Ryan Caney spoke with Mercy Medical Center in Reading about how prepared they are for a surge in patients. Just over a month ago, Shasta County had 31 people hospitalized due to COVID. As of Sunday, there are 46. Mercy Medical Center told me the hospital has consistently been filled since the summer. But with how quickly the Omicron variant can spread and only half of Shasta County fully vaccinated, the hospital is preparing to see more patients soon. Is there an extra worry because of the vaccination rate? Definitely. Probably 90 to 95% of the patients that we're seeing in-house are unvaccinated patients. They're sick. Um, they stay sick for a very long time. So vaccinations work and it's important that people get vaccinated. Mercy Medical said they have a prepared surge plan that includes rolling back surgeries and elective procedures to make room for more COVID patients. With hospital staff dealing with burnout after working long hours throughout the pandemic, Mercy Medical Center said they asked for help from the state to make sure they have enough staff to handle another potential surge. We have a lot of uh, staff from CDPH that we've gotten through resource requesting. Um, and so we're doing our best with that. We do have a lot of other staff in-house that we would be able to pull to help with said surges. While they're prepared to handle more patients, right now the hospital is having problems getting patients out of the building behind me and into long-term care facilities. We have a lot of our patients who um, can't be transferred out to the long-term care facilities, and that's really what our backlog is. The long-term care facilities, for some one reason or the other, are not accepting patients at this time. So we're not able to discharge the patients, and that's what's causing a big backlog in our facilities. Mercy Medical told me they don't know when long-term care facilities will be able to take in more patients, but will do everything they can to help the patients they have. In Reading, Ryan Caney, Action News Now. Coverage you can count on. Mercy Medical Center is still recommending that the best protection against the virus is getting a vaccine and a booster if you're eligible. Well, you're at 50%. Yeah, yeah, you're at 50% now, so I don't know if it's going to get much better than that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah, interrupt the, you. Yeah, they're not. like. There's going to be a lot of counterpoints we're going to see later to the uh, suggestion that people get vaccinated. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes. We could, I'm not sure it's like, I guess, fair to like call it like really a counterpoint. But there's certainly going to be arguments. Uh, we'll call them arguments against getting vaccinated uh, later in the show. We have an especially spicy clip, too. Um, right. So that's the the end of the covid news, at least for the beginning of the show, it looks like. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really want to quickly point out, I'm pleased to note that the local news at least is offering that point of view. Right. It's not as though this is some sort of wall to wall, you know, media blackout of any sort of rational thought that's causing Shasta County to be this way. 
it's the people of Shasta County that are causing it to be this way. The news, the news seems to be reporting things on the up and up, um, as far as I can tell. So, so good, on, good on them. Yeah, for the most part, definitely. So our next question, our next uh, story is, it, I like your thing here. Reading answers the age-old question, would you run a marathon during a pandemic? And I actually think like, I actually think like of the things you could participate in during a pandemic, a marathon might be one of the safer ones because you're outside and after the start and you know and the and the finish you know after the, the start when everyone's sort of bunched up together oh, yeah, right? huh. if everyone was if everyone was spaced out and they did i mean they usually do like sort of a spaced out start anyway but yeah once you get out running the thing is though um a lot of that running is pacing too so if, unless you're like one of the stars right and you're out front or you're holding up the caboose you're in that like human peloton in the middle um and they're you're all kind of pacing each other right to keep up you know, uh, keeping up with each other as a means of sustaining your your run or whatever. I don't know. I don't know tech, the technical term for it. Anyway, long story short, I, there's a lot more opportunity to be bunched up, but you are outside at least. You are also breathing heavily and that's how it transfers. The annual Reading Marathon is back after a year off due to the pandemic and it will take place this Sunday at 8 a.m. The 26-mile course, which serves as a qualifier for the Boston Marathon, was changed in 2019 due to damages from the car fire. There will also be a three-person relay race and a Sundial 5K run, both available for all ages. We spoke to the course director, Tori Parks, who said she was eager to get this running again. We are very fortunate to have it back, but we're just excited to try to get this back on the calendar as a nonprofit. We um, work very hard to raise money for youth scholarships, high school scholarships every spring. Local sponsors for the event include Reading Subaru, Cornerstone Bank, and Fleet Feet Reading. Online registration closes this Thursday, January 13th at 8 p.m. After that, you can still register at Fleet Feet Sports on Friday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And at the Sundial Bridge the morning of the race between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. I got to say that bridge is pretty fly. I've like driven by it a couple times, but that bridge looks dope. It's a super fancy pedestrian bridge. I like it. Looks like it's like solar powered or something. I don't know, um, but very nice. There's, there's a similar bridge in uh, Cupertino over the uh, over 280 there, right before uh, the 85 interchange. Um, but yeah, very nice bridge. Uh, I mean, I I suppose I would think about. I mean, if I was into marathons, you know, and it was the only marathon around, um, I'd think about running. But uh, I'd certainly think twice. If, uh, if there was a surge going on like there is now, especially with a very virulent not uh, and very uh, aggressive strain. You know, I, uh, and I may be wrong here, but I think maybe people who are into running and stuff might be of, of a group of, of a cohort of people up in Shasta who might be more likely to be vaccinated. One would hope, right? They're into health and fitness, so... I would think. I would think, although there's a lot of crossover between like the health and fitness fucking thing and QAnon, there's a whole yeah. podcast about it called Conspirituality. It's actually a very good podcast that I can't recommend highly enough. Sort of like what we do around here, except, um, what are they? Oh, they're polite and um, reasonable. <laughs> There's also that intersection of folks who, you know, you know, health and fitness nuts who are into steroids and all sorts of other, you know, chemicals and, and other crap, right? And uh, very, very aggro in general. So uh, there's that strand too. But um, I, I think you're probably right for the most part. Marathoners seem like a fit as a fiddle kind of a group that are probably fully vaxxed. 
drinking weak rice shots, you know, and uh, pounding uh, uh, orange juice fresh off the tree, right? <laughs> She's fresh off Stop, the orange juice tree. Chopping a branch and just like drinking the sap off the orange juice tree. So you know, um, orange, orange just grows on trees, by the way. So up next, there's a Costco moving in, and I like your uh, your title here. You're like, why I just have a Costco when you can also have a Jersey Mike's and a Chipotle. Uh, shout out to KRCR, by the way, for not like fucking with the Brave browser and not having ads. It's been nice. Back to the uh, future Costco location in Reading. Developers tell us the community can expect more than just a new store and a gas station. The new Costco site in South Reading is set to be complete by October 2022. Reading developer Ken Miller with North State Commercial Partners tells us people can anticipate seeing a Chipotle, a McDonald's, and a couple more tenants. Everything will settle in and uh, there'll be more retail and more more tax dollars and more services for roads and whatever else is needed. He says there'll also be a bank, a Jersey Mike's, a Great Clips hair salon, a high-end fast food place, and a number of other businesses. Miller also- I thought Chipotle was a high-end fast food right. place. Right, what's the high-end? What's a high-end? <laughs> what's a high-end fast food? What qualifies a high-end fast food? Um, that's an interesting phrase. Maybe like I mean, a, um, I don't know, maybe like a, oh man, I don't know. I can't even think. Well, I'm just trying to think of how the adjective applies to the noun, right? So high end fast food, right? So are we talking about the high end of the fast food spectrum or are we talking about food that is actually high end, but served quickly? It's a, right? dude, it's just a mod pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, what's it? Uh, uh, the uh, basic burger, or not basic burger? The uh, I'm forgetting now. The, the habit, the habit. habit. Yeah, there you go. The habit burger or counter, maybe. Um, although the counter isn't very fast, from my experience. That's because you Depending probably go the to the one at Santana Row. Oh, duh! I mean, where else am I going to go but Santana Row on a Friday night? So, if somebody in the chat had mentioned the traffic, no, they've got this covered. They're putting in a roundabout. <laughs> There's not going to be any traffic. Exactly. There's not going to be any traffic. In fact, people, you know what? The people who are making the roundabout right now are probably really happy that everybody's at the fucking board of supervisors meeting (laughs) bitching about the vaccine because otherwise people would be in there like, why are we doing a roundabout? What is this, France? (laughs) What could possibly go wrong, right? We've already talked about road diets. Why not more roundabouts? This is is what we need in San Jose, actually. Forget the road diets. We need more roundabouts. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and check out this roundabout story. People are, look, people are, people are already confused. I know it. Everybody's going to be so confused. Roundabouts are great though. You just have to be fearless. Yeah, absolutely. I like this hipster reporter. He's kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't expect this in, in Shasta County, but. Behind me is Bocelli and Bonneview in Reading, where a project is going to be completed soon that the city has never seen before, right next to the new Costco. On Tuesday night, we'll be asking council to award the Bonneview Bocelli roundabout project. So that's a, a new roundabout that's going in that intersection. It's part of some larger improvements that, that we're doing. As construction begins on the new Costco site in South Reading, the intersection of South Bonnyview and Bocelli Lane will be turned into a roundabout to help the flow of traffic once the Costco project is completed. It was a multi-year process, but ultimately the best decision for the city, as Public Works Director Chuck Auckland says that roundabouts cause fewer fatal collisions than traditional traffic lights and keep traffic flowing. Auckland said this is a big project and a first for the city. It's going to be our first two-lane roundabout. So we've got a couple of single lanes around town and 
And so this will be uh, able to carry much more traffic and, and really improve the traffic operations in there. The roundabout is one of three total public works projects in the area, including sidewalk improvements and I-5 on-ramp widening. Another roundabout near Churn Creek will connect to the multi-lane Bocelli project by a divergent diamond interchange, which will divert left-turning traffic without having to turn at a light. Work on the roundabout will begin in a couple of months, so drivers are advised to avoid the area during construction. For now, I'm Anwar Stetson in Reading, reporting the North State's News. So hold on, there's going to be a Costco here, but we're going to t we're actually asking that you avoid the area. <laughs> that seems like I a bad plan. Yes. <laughs> well, why are you building the two lane roundabout then? I thought this was supposed to handle all the traffic to the Chipotle and to the Jersey Mike's. Well, and um, it it could be that the roundabout. It could be that the Costco's like further, not as far along or whatever, and that they might be finished at the same time. Hmm. Oh, true. Yeah. They're trying to stagger it. Well, they just, they're, apparently they're just asking for the money from council uh, for this project. So we actually should tune into their council meeting to see if they, uh, they passed the, or they approved the funding. You never know. They could have said, you know what? I think we only did a one lane roundabout. Why do we have to go two lane? Are we like suddenly Chico? Is that what we want to be? Why can't we just stay Reading? forever we have breaking news they haven't even started on the costco yet oh nice is that from the chat but what about is the high-end fast food what about the high-end fast food place like is the is the is the salad place or maybe it's a maybe it's a cupcake shop it, oh it could be uh yeah Susie's cakes or something like that that'd be Art interesting artisan cupcakes we'll know if there's a cupcake shop there if people start taking a shit like in front of the place when they uh, start building <laughs> Um, uh, chat's asking if you have a Camilla Harris um, calendar behind you. I do. Very good eye, uh, chat room. I do. I think it's actually on the last, it's on December because it's not, it didn't go into 2022. So it's a 2021 Kamala Harris calendar. I want to say I, I might have received it because I, I, I don't believe I gave her any money, but um, I was probably on her mailing list. Uh, yeah. So that's a, that's a very, very serious looking Kamala picture. Um, Good eye, though, from the, the chat. I had to tell chat that you're a fucking shit lib, but that we like you anyway. Oh, I'm a total shit lib. I'm, I'm a <laughs> liberal sycophant, dyed-in-the-wool, blue-blooded party shill. So uh, just just let me, let me know if I can come democratize you with a big D. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, it sounds painful, but it's really not, I promise. Uh, not appropriate. Uh, all right so who needs to get the their shit to do is they urinate all over <laughs> yeah, yeah this, is, this is for the people in the chat you have to understand what the communists do is urinate on everything so councilman <laughs> who needs to get their shit together uh right now it's cal fire um at least in shasta county um so we all know uh, that wildfires have been a massive issue in california so it looks like they're trying to I don't want to say that they have to get their shit together. It looks like they are getting their shit together, but we're going to keep you know, reminding them too. So Cal Fire is trying to get ahead of things and, and do some preventative care in Shasta. So we're going to learn more about that. In damage total. Well, three projects could bring some oh, hi. safety to many in our hey, North State before wildfire. Wait, is that like Nick Fuentes' brother? Fires season hits us. Shasta and Lassen Fire Safe Councils are closing in on fuel breaks and treatments throughout certain areas. There's the Mule Ridge Fuel Break planned from Mule Town Road south to Placer Road. 300-foot break would help for suppression when defending against a fire. Shasta Lake City could get a 300-foot fuel break along the north area of it. Many other, other projects as well. I spoke with Tom Eskade of Lassen Fire Safe Council about how much something like this could cost. For that kind of a fuel break, you're in the somewhere.
the fuck is this a project veritas video Sounds like it. You know, after the car fire and Zog fire, we've learned a lot of valuable lessons. Oh, it's Modi. Important it is to they hate him. Fire breaks, fuel breaks uh, in our communities, and this is a great example of a project that we support. Tom says they're meeting with the board next week to discuss the projects more. And the video you're seeing right now, actually, this is from the current massive treatments they're doing out in Whitmore. Thousands of acres being treated there. He says both county fire councils will hopefully work together to make it a safer year for all. Yeah, but I don't see anybody fucking raking the forest. I mean, are they even serious? Uh, I guess we'll find out for sure um, once it actually happens. But uh, yeah, Supervisor Modi believes it. Then I don't know. I don't know if the people of Shasta County are going to trust it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's he, absolutely true. They really don't like this guy. They really don't like that dude. Um, just from what I can see, we'll find out more about that later, what, uh, viewer and listener. Um, actually, in just a minute. Um, but yeah. Well, <laughs> Yet to be seen. I mean, good good on them for trying to get ahead of things. I don't, you know, uh, hopefully they're not just raking the forest. You know, chat's um, making the point that it seems like they're just actually removing trees. And, like, that's like, you know, we've, we've deforestation uh, contributes to climate change, creates a fire. And then what do people do? <laughs> deforestation so there's nothing for the fire to catch. Take that, right. trees. Right, or you create you create sort of a treeless moat around your you know homes, right, in your precious buildings and infrastructure when you probably shouldn't have the infrastructure there in the first place. But you know we love to spread our shit wherever. Um, so yeah, maybe if we all lived in like nice uh, urban, you know, densified cities with all of our needs met within a you know small radius, and we really only had to venture out to go you know travel and experience the world, perhaps we'd be in a more sustainable position, and we wouldn't have to worry about fires you know burning down our houses um because we'd be protected in a nice city and then you could have the forest leave the forest to the forest leave the forest to the trees so chad is now saying they're like your shit co-host would actually be shot as a communist in uh, shasta county oh absolutely i would look <laughs> forward to i would look forward to being tarred feathered and shot and rid, ridden out of town on the proverbial rail for sure i, I do i would not fit in i barely fit in here in the south bay i mean Producer Dave can speak to this too. I, I mean, we're not exactly it, it. You know, whatever anyone might think of Silicon Valley, it's definitely not the progressive uh, enclave that everyone really truly believes. There's a there's a is. lot of libertarians and sort of men's rights kind of people here. Yeah, very much so. The 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 liberalism has an ugly streak um, and an ugly individualistic streak, and the Demo the Dem Democrats and the the progressives have a very nasty moderate streak um where they are professed to be socially liberal and um and uh you know fiscally responsible and they're anything but you know usually they're they're actually socially um inept or fearful or fear-mongering and you know they have no idea how to manage money <laughs> so uh it, it's it's a weird place to be uh a shit lib but we try <laughs> we're surviving you might get, you keep talking like that, you might get up or upgraded from shitlib to like comrade in training. Yes. I'm, I'm all for that. I will get my vodka and we'll, we'll have talk about moose and squirrel. So we're going to move on to what's usually down ballot watch, but it's public comment watch. And this is really the meat and potatoes of this. Uh, and I'm going to make, put the emphasis on potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Human potatoes, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are not regular listeners. So um, this first this first hit seems to be from Action News Now, 
and it's going to talk about uh, Shasta County supervisors uh, received death threats. And it was part of the reason they decided to move their meeting uh, to a Zoom meeting. And, um, well, the Zoom meeting sure was something, but let's get a little bit of background before we go. There's probably no death. Our Action News Now reporter Ryan Kinney shows us some Shasta County supervisors who say they've been facing several death threats. And he spoke with them about how they're feeling about this. Threats were made against supervisors Leonard Modi, Mary Rickard, and Les Baugh. Both Rickard and Modi told me they were surprised to get these threats, but are just trying to ignore them and focus on serving the county. I have had people tell me that the uh, Shasta County Board of Supervisors have never in their history encountered such difficult times, and I do truly believe that. As supervisors, we have to do our job, and um, I just ignore a lot of those kind of comments. While Rickert didn't share the threat made against her, Supervisor Baugh shared this post of one of the threats made against him that says in part, I'm oh, going come to come on, this threat, this threat's fake. I'm going to stab you to death with a large knife. Like it's either, it's either fake or somebody who's just a little bit like obsessive and a little bit like detail, say detail oriented. Maybe this person works in HR somewhere. Very detail oriented. I'm going to stab you to death with a large knife. Keep your eye out for a small clown car because I'll be jumping out and carving you like a pumpkin. Like that's very descriptive. Oh, come on. For, for a death threat. I mean, usually it would just be, I'm going to kill you. Right. Uh, another direct threat against my life and family. Fabrizio Pag Pagliacci, fake profile, COVID death clown. With a large they're creative. Boss said this comment was made under a post about his nine-year-old daughter. While Rick oh, and nice. Ma have gotten a few threats, Supervisor Modi told me he's had a constant stream of threats over the past six months and has seen more as the recall election against him gets closer. I've had. Uh, you know, 25, 30, 40 threats of people posting. This is just a short list. There's a whole bunch more that we haven't even printed out yet. So um, while he's concerned about one, I have a hundred times what he has. Supervisor Modi told me he was shocked to see the threats, especially in the community he grew up in. He shared some of the threats he's seen online, including these, saying it's time to dust off the guillotine and that he may get a lynch mob formed against him. Uh, is very alarming and should be to all the people in this county that people would actually do that or suggest that they might do that. While they can't share the details with me, Supervisor Modi told me all three supervisors are being extra cautious and hope they can return to serving the community without the fear of violence soon. In Reading, Ryan Caney, Action News Now. Coverage you can count on. And one of those precautions includes moving next Tuesday's Board of Supervisors meeting online due to the threats and the rise in COVID cases throughout the county. Well, there you go. Uh, I, I'm of the opinion you can't take, you have to take everything like this seriously, um, at least explore it. So uh, hopefully they continue to investigate these threats and make sure you know they're credible one, or not one way or the other. Um, because I don't, I don't really care, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, I don't think that, I think recall is not necessarily something you need, that ever really needs to be brought up. Like you've said before, if you do something bad enough to merit recall, you're probably going to jail anyway. Um, so uh, I, I tend, I, you know, while I may not agree with anything these supervisors have done, I certainly 
you know, this is disgusting that they have to face this kind of abuse and these kind of threats, like, and especially on like a post about their children. That's just God awful. Um, but it happens and it's happening everywhere and it's not uh, unique to Shasta County. It just happens to be really prevalent because it's been encouraged and, and, uh, and allowed to fester. So, yeah, it has. And like at the end of that, they mentioned that the, uh, the meeting got uh, moved to online. Well, <clears throat> one of the, one of the board of soups members, Patrick Henry, and I fucking forget his last name, but that's funny that his parents named him Patrick Henry. And I keep fucking forget his last name. I guess it doesn't matter. Um, give me liberty or give me death. So he was going to, that's Patrick Henry Jones. He was going to just open the board chambers and let all of his weird recall sort of like y'all Qaeda type following in <laughs> and they it's whoever like manages the building deactivated everybody's like key card so he couldn't get in so you're like well here's the scene outside of the people who weren't allowed into the board chambers but decided to just hang out there everywhere this is footage shot by a friend of ours uh nathan the creator um and he's uh, doing decent work up there. Good work. And uh, just here's kind of the scene outside of the chambers where there was no meeting. There's not a lot to hear here. And it's kind of hard to see because this is, uh, these people probably are afraid of 5G. So. Looks like our stream of last couple weeks. Shout out to my new fiber connection. <laughs> you can see there's a big screen there. There's a PA system. Um, right. You see a lot of vote yes on the recall signs. That was just kind of the scene outside of the... Uh, the scene outside of the the board of supervisors chamber where there's no board of supervisors meeting it's a pretty fancy civic center yeah it's no that's one of the things we talk about uh, it's not just them it's like the videos of uh deanna plus too it's like these people live in kind of a beautiful area and it's like it kind of kind of sucks that we end up you know seeing like images and video of these beautiful places because there's a bunch of wackadoodles there <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's sad actually. Uh, it seems like I've been. I mean, I've been to Shasta County many times. It's absolutely gorgeous country. Um, if you're just looking at the the country and the nature, um, just sad that it's wasted on some of these tool bags. Um, obviously, Ashley uh, or Ash, sorry, uh, the media wench. Uh, apologies, uh, but uh, you know, kudos to you, and you're obviously the exception that proves the rule. Well, and, you know, I do feel sorry. There's, like, good people up there. It's like anywhere else. You know, there's going to be good people and shitty people. And, like, the good people up there are people who, like, moved up there to retire to, like, get away from the hustle and bustle of the city. Like, oh, no. That really sucks, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Especially the shit libs like me. They're, like, down downsizing shit libs. So... Empty, ne empty nester shit libs. The... Supervisor Jones decided to speechify uh, before the meeting started, and here's our uh, here's our clip of him speechifying before the meeting. 
All right, can everybody hear me? Yes. So this morning we have a little uh, change of plans. I plan oh. to open up the boardroom, but my electronic key card has been disabled. <laughs> so the meeting comes out front, so the public has an opportunity to be able to watch the meeting that they should be watching inside the room. So uh, if you take a look at the agenda, there's a phone number you can call when it's time for public comment period. We have 45 minutes at the beginning. Stand on this X. If everything goes well, we shouldn't have uh, double feed problems. If not, we might have to move back a little bit, but uh, we're gonna attempt this so that everybody has a chance to have their voice heard here at 1450 Court Street, where the meeting is agendized. Hey, Pastor Guy, thanks for joining us. So it'll be just a couple minutes here, and uh, make sure you have your cell phones for a public comment period. uh, The meeting is very short today. It's only 90-page agenda, very short, and so we will have public comment for 45 minutes, a very short meeting, and then we'll have the rest of the public comment right after that. The meeting will probably only take 30, 40 minutes. And so we'll start the meeting here in just a few minutes. I want you to take out your smartphones and use them to make public comment at the meeting while you're standing here in the courtyard of the building where the meeting is not happening when you could be home on your computer watching the meeting, (laughs) making comments just like anyone else. Like if you have a smartphone and you have the time to be out there like in the morning on a Tuesday, I'm pretty sure you have the ability to be at home on some decent internet you know, observing the meeting with a nice warm cup of cocoa and maybe some marshmallows. Internet up there is kind of a problem, but that doesn't stop you from using a cell phone. Right. When that, he, he just said, like, I'm get on your cell phones, right? So if, if you have the ability to be on a smartphone at the courtyard, you might as well just be at home, you know, in a nice warm kit, you know, living room, cozied up with your, your cat or your dog or whatever pet you prefer, your salamander and your cocoa. I'm, I'm mostly I'm just thinking about the cocoa. I have a one-track mind, and it revolves around chocolate. So, uh, Media Wench did great coverage of the meeting this morning. If you're uh, listening to this, um, we might post audio of Media Wench's coverage of the meeting, but we're definitely going to post video of it up on Odyssey um, and Rumble and BitChute, you know, the places that haven't kicked us off. <laughs> Thank you, Wench, for, for the coverage. We really appreciate it. We love your, um, your tenacity. So... There was kind of a lot of public comments, so I wasn't going to just run the whole meeting, but also like clipping them out. Like I did clip everything out and put it up on a thread on my Twitter if people want to check that out. Uh, But then I took all the clips that I made and made them into one big fucking video file and put it on Facebook so that we can just kind of watch this, kind of let it ride. We might stop after each comment or whatever and kind of talk about what's going on. But these are, I'll call them the best of the comments except i saved the best comment for last because the the fucking when it was one of the last comments the person went full new world order conspiracy theory and it was pretty good but all throughout this is like just a bunch of fucking bullshit and here's like what the meeting time was taken up with when they could have been discussing uh business for the county yes um i'd like to know about how you're running this meeting this morning um, I'm on the YouTube channel, and I don't see uh, I- any uh, any video uh, or audio like it says on your uh, your website. And uh, for uh, the love of God and the state of Jefferson and the North State of California, I want to <laughs> say, let's go, Modi. Bingo. 
But recently, Modi, oh, at the end of that, he was like, "Let's go, Modi." You know, like, "Let's go, Brandon." Yeah, I've, I kind of missed the boat on "Let's Go, Brandon." To be honest with you, I have no idea what that shit's about. I just see it everywhere, and I'm I'm too ashamed to ask anyone what it's about. Don't even fucking worry about it. Don't pollute your brain with that shit. Oh, good. Send out a flyer that said that the Association of Shares supports you. And R two echo problem there. Echo echo wants a raise, so I think you should take yourself out of voting for that. Uh, because it's a conflict of interest, they are so they got you, so they want you to give you more money. So if you could just take yourself off of that, I'd really appreciate that. No comment. This is your time to speak, sir. <laughs> they never understand. Uh, to thank the uh, other board members for doing their jobs here today. Modi, I'd like you to be recalled. I'd like everybody to vote recall for you. Vote yes. Uh, you run this poorly. They voted you in, but you don't deserve it. Uh, you served the county for 31 years. Oh, just uh, real real quick. If he's talking and there's a, an echo, it's not the caller. It's one of the other people on the Zoom call, one of the other soups, or one of the other. They're, they're not using headphones. Mm -hmm. If someone is echoing, it's almost never them. It's almost always someone else. Right. When I was a kid, I used to be able to go to Library Park. My kids can't go to Library Park. I went there 31 years ago when I was a kid. And in your 31 years, you've done nothing to make it better. It's even gotten worse. There's places in Shasta County I can't take my kids. And your 31 years of service has enabled that to happen. Your poor decisions from the Board of Supervisors to the other positions that you had in Shasta County... That is why everybody needs to vote yes on the recall of Leonard Modi. You might've had good intentions, but you failed to act. You might've done things for the right reasons, but you voted poorly. You need to step down. Someone else needs to do your job so that Shasta County can have better representation. The teachers deserve better. Healthcare workers deserve better. County workers deserve better. Law enforcement deserves better. Everybody needs to vote yes on the recall of Leonard Modi. Leonard Modi, you continue to vote just like a Shasta, like a Sacramento politician. You do whatever Newsman wants. Good morning. My name is Ken Schott. I live in Cottonwood. I'd like to remind everyone of four votes, actions, and statements. Taken by members of the board. One, with the economic crush from the state and I think one of the soups might be trolling these people by like turning. Yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, turn up computer speaker, turn up microphone. <laughs> I'll show them. Recall this, bitches. That, that's not the worst strategy, right? Somebody calls no, in and starts all. yelling at me and stuff. I just pull this mic as close as I can to the fucking speakers, turn off the noise gate and turn the gain on the mic. Up. <laughs> like, can you hear me? Him, 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 him. Post shut down in full effect. The board had the option to use half of the $18 million in cash money to ease the crush on local businesses. But the board kept $15 million of the $18 million for the county coffers, mostly for payroll and benefits. 
Supervisors Rickett, Comete, and Modi, feeding the Leviathan. Two, despite the board's commitment to taking a hands-off approach to the mandates and employing education over enforcement, one of the best-known businesses in Shasta County, Waterworks Park, was shut down by Shasta County Environmental Health. It's like a fucking water park. Why are you talking about that shit in January, dude? Seriously. It's a COVID health hazard, by the way, too. I mean, water park. You know, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Anyway. Goodbye um, to forbearance and education. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Please play on. Hello to the friendly fist, courtesy of county government acting on behalf of Sacramento. Three. Last summer, Sheriff Eric McGree was bumped out and then up to fill the newly created $178,000 position of assistant CEO. One of the publicly expressed tasks for the assistant CEO is to address the problem of illegal marijuana growers. But ever since Eric McGreeny was hired as assistant CEO, supervisors Rick and Modi have repeatedly publicly criticized him for failing to address illegal marijuana growers while he was sheriff. Way to uplift and motivate the county staff, supervisors. And if the $178,000 man was so negligent in addressing the illegal growers as sheriff, why did you hire him as assistant CEO? They, it always, they're, they're, the windmills have gotten like pushed out of the conversation, but there's, at most of these meetings, there's always somebody complaining about like marijuana grows. And I'm like, you're in Redding. Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's the number one cash crop. I mean, come on, how can you, you know, legal or illegal or otherwise, if you shut him down your whole economy falls apart without fronting anybody off. I feel like everybody I've ever met who lives in Redding grows weed. Right. Exactly. What would you qualify? That's a good point. What would you qualify as an illegal marijuana grow? Is that, <laughs> is that the dude with the backyard full of them? Not just the six for personal use, right? Oh, they think the cart, you know, they think the cartel is up there like growing weed on like public land and shit. And there may be some like organized crime up there growing weed on public land, Maybe. but it's not as big a problem there as in like Humboldt and Mendocino. No. Not that, not that I'm aware. One of the points of legalization was to make it so that that's less enticing. Problem is the weed's so goddamn expensive when you buy it legally that the black market thrives. Correct. We got to do something about the excessive taxes and the excessive fees and structures built into the industry. Because it's, it's just not, it's not helping anything. It's not helping the businesses. It's not helping at least the small um, mom and pop, quote unquote, businesses. Um, it's certainly helping, it's certainly helping, you know, big weed, if there is such a thing, you know, big, big marijuana, big cannabis. Right. The like boutique, the boutique growers that we would prefer to buy from generally are the one, ones getting hit. We did a, yeah. there's a couple clips of that on regular down ballot. I think it was like two, three weeks ago where, mm -hmm. um, they were talking about how <clears throat> the, the, some of the taxes or fees are like per pound, but the price per pound has dropped. And so it has become a huge percentage of the cost because the price per pound has dropped due to competition, probably from larger growers. Right. But you're still paying the same kind of money for excise taxes and taking, you know, taking grow, being able to grow it, right. Basically being able to take it out of the ground um, in the first place. So you're paying the same kind of rates, despite the fact that you're not able to turn the same kind of uh, profit on your product. Let's see what the next public comment is about. Notice of termination. <laughs> No, it doesn't want to bury the lead, this one. Dear Leonard Modi, 
being bossy and being boss are not the same thing. Interrupting people during their allotted time of public comment is not a sign of leadership, but of insecurity. Switching to virtual meetings where your boss has to call in just to talk to you is not accessibility. This is an attempt to stifle comments from the public. So these people mistake a lot of times the idea of a public servant where you work from the public, work for the public, which is a thing versus no, actually you work for Rebecca, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you like directly report to the lady calling in. That's not the same thing. Yes. No, uh, 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 we all, I mean, it's, it's the public covenant. We, we all pay taxes right into the, the coffers and those coffers are used to pay our public servants. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, we're not, you know, we're like customers almost. We're not, we're not the, you know, we, we don't, it's not a co-op. <laughs> we can actually, we do have a vote. Like we have a say in who gets to, you know, choose who all these people are that actually run the city. Right. We do get a voice in that, like in these supervisors and the recall and everything that they're trying to do. Right. That's our voice. That's our, our say. Um, if we're like, if you see us like shareholders in the big company, right, that's our big vote, right? That's our opportunity. Um, so it's not like that, a situation where any of one of us can go in and just say, no, you get, you know, this person's fired or they should, you know, uh, they need to be reprimanded. It's just not our place and it's not our role. Um, no matter how pissed you get at public servants, right? There's a structure in place, just like any other business. If we were a shareholder, right? Um, one individual shareholder can't go in and disrupt everything. Um, you know, a bunch of shareholders could, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a fundamental misunderstanding of how the whole thing works. Far, far away in never, never land, refusing to grow up, come into work and heed the instructions of your boss. The public will make its voice loud and clear on February 1st (laughs) and Modi, you will not be able to ignore or silence it. You will be recalled. So start packing your bags. Because we, your boss, are firing you. Packing your, what, does he have to move to? I mean, after all this <laughs> shit, if he loses that recall election, I think he should move to Campbell. Fuck it. <laughs> you are fired. Yeah, why not, man? It could be, could be a cool place for you. There's, there's City council seems to be pretty easy to get on now that it's all districted <laughs> out, right? You're only representing like five people. So just go knock on a few doors and you're there. All right, he comes, he comes here and runs for city council on the... I've seen some shit platform. I've seen some shit, man. What do you got, Campbell? You got nothing. Campbell ain't got nothing on me. That'd, that'd be my, <laughs> the lawn sign. Modi, Campbell ain't got shit. Signed, We the People of District 2. Hello, my name is Freedom, and I just want to go ahead and throw out there one. We do love Shasta County. It is worth fighting for. Even if we do have a government and our officials that are not standing for our freedoms. But I'm not going to get nasty with you or be derogatory because that's what you would like. However, (laughs) I would like to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up our supervisors. I ask that you give them discernment. I ask that you give them just the wisdom to know what is best for their constituents, not just the ones that they agree with, but all of their constituents. I also ask that you 
cast out the evil that has overtaken our chambers, that has overtaken our county. I ask that you just continue to lift up those and protect those that are standing for our rights, Lord, our inalienable rights that you yourself endowed each and every one of us, whether I agree with the people that are speaking or whether I don't agree. We are fighting for every single one of them, Lord. And I just ask that you allow them to know and weigh heavily on their hearts when they are leaning towards evil and just boast and boost those that are working towards you to bring our county closer to you. <laughs> Period. One, you, one, one, real quick, one. In <laughs> Jesus' name. One, uh, I wonder if she realizes that there usually is an invocation at the beginning of every one of these meetings performed <laughs> by someone of, of some religious sect. Um, that is, you know, that blesses the, 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 the meeting and the proceedings and the elected officials and hopes that, you know, and, and wishes them well, that they do a good job for the people. So hopefully she understands that and she's not trying to jump the gun there and jump in uh, out of her lane. Um, and uh, uh, two, I, I would love to have, and this is not ab- absolutely not a knock on uh, your production skills, but um, I would love to know if, you know, how many of these commenters are outside in the courtyard on the X yeah like on their cell phone no that's um, why you're that's why some of the feedbacks there because they're they're out there doing that thing yeah yeah exactly so uh <laughs> i mean they're doing they're doing the thing that i'm doing that most people are supposed to not do where they have like speakers like feeding everything back it's just that um my kung fu is the fucking best right exactly and mine is definitely not because i was definitely feeding back i think uh, in recent weeks without my cans on so um yeah, no, I, I, very, very, uh, I would love to have like the little split screen, right? Just to be able to see the, cause I'm picking, cool you is know like, what? That's I'm, what the media wench was doing. Like during this, she had a split screen of somebody with, she had like two different browser windows up somebody outside doing video of the outside. And then she was doing the zoom meeting in another browser window on the screen. So I'm <laughs> check always out. curious to know what these folks look like, but at the same time, I kind of like the idea of, you know, imagining them, but, um, uh, sorry, did she, you say she has, she has a screen posted. You can go check out. Um, yeah, the, you can catch the replay of it here on Twitch, and we'll go ahead and post it in a few places, too. Nice, nice. Amen. 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 The other thing I would like to say. Oh, there's more. Modi has got to go. <laughs> yes, on the recall to get God rid bless. of Modi and every single one that is not working for us. God bless you, and have a great day. God bless. Hello? Hello? Hi there. I'm standing here with my husband and my precious son, very concerned about the direction that Shasta County is going. Well, they're outside. We into action as our children were mandated to take an experimental injection. And we, there we came go. and we showed support by having almost 50% of students absent on de- December 18th. I'm sorry, October 18th. In support. You know what? That's in line with the 50% vaccination rate that half the students <clears throat> participated, probably at the behest of their parents, in some kind of protest against vaccines. Yes. So that, that tracks. That actually tracks. Oh, yeah, the number, the numbers match up. Freedom to cho- choose for themselves, parent choice with their medical provider. We came and we flooded your meetings. We've been going to other school board meetings and we have been met with deaf ears. 
my husband right now is in the process of potentially being fired and he is not being backed up by people who want to give him his freedom, who want to give him a voice. (laughs) I'm very concerned. Are you listening to 50% of the population who wants you to advocate for their freedom and for their choice? Well, wait a minute. I'm listening to the other 50% plus one. (laughs) I was thinking it's like, well, wait a minute. If it's 50%, like wouldn't, wouldn't, I don't know. I guess it's a judgment call. Once it's like, if it's exactly fifty percent, I guess you just got to use your judgment. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, it's all tracks with what we heard in the news earlier that something like a little over fifty percent are vaccinated, right? So fifty percent of students walked out. Fifty percent of parents aren't excited about the mandates, right? Fifty percent are opposed. Um, so it, it sounds pretty much split. So hey, crap, pick one is is what I hear from that. And it sounds like we're they're slightly more vaccinated than not. So. I'd say that the vax, vax folks are winning the day. It's a simple majority wins the day unless you have the filibuster. The response that I got were blank faces from you, Modi, Mary, Modi. Joe. We came and we were advocating and it sounded like you just, you weren't even interested in sending a letter to say what we wanted you to say. That is weak. Oh, so there's a, there's a little bit of a, first of all, I like how the chat, we've watched so much of this shit that chat's like, wait a minute, is that the one that looks like Tila Tequila? Like a few minutes ago, <laughs> like the, they know the cast of characters a little bit from this, but what they wanted this, the county to do was to send a harshly worded letter to the governor and the, in the all Republican board of supervisors there three out of five of them said, Hey, let's not antagonize the governor. (laughs) Let's just, let's just do what we're going to do. Not enforce the, uh, not enforce the shutdown rules and just lay low. And that wasn't good enough for everybody. They, everybody thought that this whole thing was playing out in a Facebook comment thread or something (laughs) (laughs) where, you know, you got to send your letter, you got to have your say, And the reasonable thing, like, I don't agree with like what they, with their policy. I think they should have shut down businesses at least at the beginning, but they didn't. And they didn't really enforce the mask mandate uh, on, on a county wide level. I don't know what the individual cities inside of uh, Shasta were doing, but I would bet that it was close and closely in line with what the county was doing, but no, the public wanted them to like send a harshly worded letter to Newsom. (laughs) It's like, Uh. It's like sending a letter to the cops telling them that you're breaking the law. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, okay, sure. Like, well, even, even if you want to do it, it's not going to solve anything or do anything or have any effect on anything. And by the way, you're not our boss still. <laughs> and we'll let this, we'll let this comment finish up. And then I have the best comment from all of the, this. And then, the then, best. then we'll move on to in another thing. And it is time that we had strong leaders who fight for their constituents rather than maintain the status quo. I am in full support as a mom, as a teacher, as a wife, and I'm glad that you will be recalled. And I call the rest of my Shasta County friends and community to vote yes on the recall, to have a good, strong leader, constitutional, who is ready to be brave and make choices even if it puts them at risk. Thank you. No, 
sending that letter would have put the businesses in your community at risk because the state might have said, hmm, hey, state troopers, what if you were to show up in Reading? (laughs) Right. Seems seems they've got the, there's a failure to communicate. So maybe you can go and communicate with them a little better. (laughs) Right. If you're trying to, if you're trying to fly under the radar and not follow the rules, don't like alert the the radar operator that you're trying to fly under the radar um so our last public comment i kept this one out like i left this one out of the um out of the supercut i did so that to kind of force people to head on over to twitter to check it out um but also this is like this is like everything we've been talking about for the last two years plus uh the new world order conspiracy all in one comment. I'm getting excited. Hi, thanks for taking my call again. Um, I actually wanted to kind of address this to Joe. Joe, you had mentioned earlier that there are several states or counties that do not allow recalls. And I know you told me that you are, um, you are a history teacher. And I remember asking you, so if you're a history teacher, do you think it's possible that history may repeat itself over and over in a never-ending loop? where we have communists trying to take over not just the country, but the entire world. And of course, Joe said, no, that's not possible. It's a failed system. It will never work. Well, Joe, I really want you to consider what's going on. I don't know if Joe, I don't know if Leonard Modi, um, what we're all finding out is that there are people who have been planted in our government that have gone through these global citizenship trainings. (laughs) Oh, no. Global citizenship training. Global citizenship training. Oh, she's going to check all the boxes here. I would like to know if any of you have been through global citizenship training that may have been put on by George Soros. So that is a question (laughs) for all of you, including Jones. I would like to know if any of you have been to that global citizenship training. And um, we need to know what your ideals are for this country and for our county. Are you into a global one world system? Because if you are, uh, then you're against most of the people. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. When the one world system takes over, there will be no religions. And I hope everyone understands that. Even the people who think they're against us, we're for everyone. We want everyone to be able to practice their ways. Do you think in a one world government they're going to allow your LGBTQ? Why don't you ask China? What does China do with the gays? What is China do with people who are of a different religion, like, say, the Uyghurs? Uh, the same thing you do to them. Or murder them. If we don't start waking up, I pray that my government here locally is not involved in that. Because this is your children and your grandchildren as well. Please stand up for us. Thank you. I told you that, was the, that person got wins the golden potato. That was potato central right there. I am noticing a trend though. Um, they're all very well. They're all disciplined. Uh, if you'll notice, they're being they've been given three minutes, um, but they're all sticking to around two. So they were all prepared for the clerk or for the the president of the board to reduce their time to to two minutes, which is the prerogative of the chair of the meeting. Um, so they were all prepared to talk for two minutes, uh, and they all but they all had three. So they're giving us all back a minute of our lives, which is nice. Um, so, but yeah, that, that was a lot of potato squeezed into two minutes there. Um, and a lot to, a lot to dissect, but I don't know if we need to necessarily dissect it other than to say, woo. Well, the other thing is like, 
three minutes, like for me, felling three minutes is nothing like three felling three hours feels like 10 minutes some nights here, but these sure. people aren't streaming on Twitch. So they kind of have a few like key points they're going to hit and then they're out because they're, they're not like, you know, not everybody's a good public speaker. I'm not the best public speaker. It's a good thing. I'm attractive or whatever. Nobody would watch the channel. Otherwise I have all you beautiful you people on here. You sexy bastard. Yeah. I mean, and uh, I, I do notice though, my, my, experience has been when you know you give an inch they take a mile so if you give the extra time i've seen so many people just sort of blather on and on and on and just fill that extra minute with whatever just say yeah you know and another thing and they try to keep it on some topic but it just never stays on topic so um kudos to the <laughs> these uh uh you know super trooper trolls for uh for sticking to two minutes and giving us all back a minute of our time so famously the video, one of the, one of the, one of the two videos of public uh, comment that got us kicked off of YouTube. Remember when they cut it down to 30 seconds? Yes. <laughs> they were just yes. cutting everybody off yes. during, yeah, yeah, that, that was fucking the, the fucked up part is like, I don't have a backup of that anywhere. And so like, uh. there's no, it was so funny. We had so much fun watching that. And, um, 30 seconds is a little, is a little tight, but two minutes is it's about right. Tight. I think two minutes is about right. And if you notice a lot of like news hits are about two minutes long too, like for individual stories. And it seems like yes. if you're going to like give information or kind of give your point of view on something, it seems like two minutes is like a reasonable amount of time to do it in. As long as you're it not is. like giving like incredible detail about something specific, scientific or a complicated concept, you know? Yeah. I think a minute even is, is enough as long as you just, you really have to think about what is your most salient point from your based on your personal lived experiences, right? That that should be the overlying overriding factor in your public comment. Just think about if you're ever doing this, folks, listener, <laughs> viewer, tips for public comment. Just stick to the most salient point. Don't try and make every. Don't try and squeeze all of your points, which I know you have millions of, of which I know you have millions. Don't try and squeeze them all into one minute or two minutes. Stick to your most salient point and bring as many facts as possible to the table from your lived experience and from the actual world, right, into that two minutes and try to really nail one good point because that's all the time you have. You don't have the time to make. You're not a council member or a supervisor. You are not there to pontificate and. Uh, you're there to make a point. So make your point and get out. And that's my tip for this week. I'll start charging next week or just go to Patreon and give us some money. That's it. Patreon.com slash Echoplex. Right. I'll send, I'll send you a you super long CD. <laughs> no, we want people to sign up though. Oh shit. That's true. <laughs> that was me. Well, if you send us enough, we'll send you a you super long CD just because we, we hate you that much. If you sign up at the $25 level, maybe. Chat's like, so I shouldn't bring up George Soros? <laughs> oh, our good friend George. My good buddy George. I'm actually going out for uh, coffee and golf, uh, top golf right now, actually, with George Soros. George Soros. Fantastic. People don't well, need to um, join and, our Patreon if he does. <laughs> that's true, actually. If he joins our Patreon, then he is our Patreon. Um, our Patreon. Patron. So, uh, thank you very much for that trip down. Uh, to, into the scariness that is Shasta County public comment. We're going to get more into that later, I'm sure. Um, and I'll be, we can also bring some of the San Jose public comment into uh, to bear because there's some really juicy shit that happens on a weekly basis there or the Santa Clara County uh, Board of Soups who are also facing 
well, not a legitimate recall, but <laughs> no, not a, no, 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 it's, like, it's, like, it's like the comment section on that website. Rumble is trying yeah. to recall them <laughs> threats. Um, but our health officer has been facing death threats. So, um, we'll have more on that later. But anyway, I, uh, moving on to our final segment, uh, another thing, uh, as, as usual, we like to focus on, uh, the animal world. Um, <laughs> so, uh, looks like, a. Shasta County is not necessarily the place you go for like really happening stuff, right? Like the big concert or, um, you know, the, the big sporting event. However, speaking of sports, they do have their sports there. They do love their, their fishing or their angling as, uh, folks in the know call it. Uh, so there's a big, some big time shit happening apparently in the angling world in Reading these days. Time to get out your hook and reel. It's officially fishing season. Wild West Bass Trails 2022 season kicked off today. They decided there's no place better to begin than Shasta Lake. KRCR's Anwar Stetson went down there earlier today to get his sea legs. Well, you know what they say, the early bird gets the worm, but the early bird also catches the fish. Just a few hours ago, up to 175 boats were out here at Shasta Lake for the opening of fishing season. The Wild West Bass Trail Tournament was today. Let's go check it out. The boats took off at Bridge Bay around 6 this morning, scouring thousands of acres looking for some big bass. I caught up with Wild West Bass Trail Operations Director Randy McBride, who is excited for the event. We had great weather. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. The fishing's usually dynamite here in January. That's why we, we come this early. Sometimes you uh, deal with the elements, but uh, it's worth the, you know, worth the gold that these guys are after today. In the afternoon, McBride took me down to the dock where they weigh the fish. Saturday's event is just the beginning. The Pro-Am begins here in two weeks, and that's where things really start to get going. But there were plenty of big fish to go around Saturday afternoon. Channel 7 here, want to see some fish early? You got your shot, man. That's a guaranteed money bag of fish here at Lake Shasta. Nice job, Bill. Nice job. I even caught up with a California legend who told me his favorite part about the beginning of fishing season. Best part is being in the outdoors. I mean, especially with everything that's going on right now, the outdoors is definitely the place to be. Just as a wonderful lake and a great place to be. I love coming up here to Reading area. You know, it's beautiful. I mean, you got snow on the mountains and it still almost feels like it's mid 50s, almost 60 degrees down here. With 160 boats and a five fish limit, up to 800 fish came through this dock. And the beginning of fishing season proves you can cast out your worries here at Shasta Lake. I'm Anwar Stetson, reporting the North States News. Oh, Anwar with a little pun at the end there. You can cast off your, your troubles. A little fishing. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful note to end on. Ish. Um, fish. Well, fish and ish. Yeah, that's interesting that the fishing champion's name is Ish. Um, well, uh, thank you, Producer Dave, for putting together a fabulous docket this week. Uh, very fun. Very informative. The Media Wench helped. That's, oh, and thank you to the Media Wench for your steadfast coverage of all things Shasta County. Um, we'll be paying attention to the recall. Modi, they're coming for you. Watch out, bro. Um, let us know if we can... Uh, I, don't, I don't really know your politics, but, you know, I feel bad for you, so let me know if I can help in any way. I have some campaign tips for you. Modi's like a moderate Republican. Oh, cool. Then he and I can get down. I'm just a shit lib. We'll be. <laughs> we, yeah, it's February 1st, which I believe is a Tuesday. We're we're both on the same end of the political spectrum from those other folks that are recalling him. So, I mean, we're so far, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're so far removed from them that we're closer to each other than we are to, to them. So, um, give me a call, bro. Uh, so, 
So that's the end of the show, everybody. I'll read us out this Yay. week. Um, this has been Down Ballot. Everybody uh, listening live, watching live, hang out. I already see our guest, uh, Phil Johnson, hanging out in the waiting room. We got an interview this evening with Phil Johnson of a Roadside Attraction. Um, yeah, that's Local Love. Check out the Local Love podcast on all your podcatchers. That's what happens after this show live. Twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. And this is Locals by Audible Smoke Signal. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. My lights will be red. Chip DeVille will probably be here. We'll have Phil up in on the show. And whatever, I'll have a drink. Peace see, out, everyone. See you next week, Councilman. See you soon. <laughs> To get the party started Pick up my phone just to check and see who's calling Dress up real nice for the ladies at the bar And I'm driving in my car just to get to where they are Here at the local scene is where I plant my feet It's where I smoke my cigarette and I hold my drink I look at all my friends, they're all blazing green Sit with the front of the stage waiting for FTV Where are those guys who's standing next to me With a pipe in his hand ready to blaze for me About five minutes later we're all singing queen Now get the fuck up on and like the scene, yeah. We do what we want, and what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. We do what we want, and what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy the band. I turn and head back to the bar for a refill, man, because you know where we are. We're headed out to the car To smoke another one And another one Now just when the magic starts kicking in I hear we left playing You know it's time to head in Alright everybody now it's time to grab a new drink Spark it if you got it and then pass it to me yeah. We do what we want And what we want is to jam So sit back and enjoy the band we want what we want to do and what we want is to jam so sit back and enjoy the band enjoy that band last up on the bill for the show tonight it's down and dirty in five so we're headed outside to spark up another joint now who's got my lighter stoner e of course shouldn't you be inside i'm all up in this bitch being who i gotta be i'm fucked up like the u.s economy the truth is is that i don't Now inside motherfuckers is rockin' me And outside shit we smoke a lot of broccoli Rocky the rolly, all that sexy girl be jockin' me Ain't too drunk to fuck, but I'll probably do a sloppin' We do what we want What we wanna do And what we want is to jam So sit back and enjoy the band Dance with the band and enjoy the band We do what we want we want us to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band.